With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening again on this Monday and begin another week of broadcasting the gospel of the grace of God. I trust that whatever you're doing, if it's at all possible, you'll take time out, get your Bible, and study along with us as we open the Word of God together today. We're in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter number 8, and we're continuing our study on the examples of the churches of Macedonia in their giving in this time of famine. You remember in our study last week on the broadcast, we saw that there was a great famine throughout that region where Macedonia and Corinth was at. Macedonia is a province, and then Corinth was in the province of Achaia, and there's a famine there. When they approach the famine, the church at Corinth stops their mission giving, and it's not long into that famine until they find themselves in a situation they're not supporting missions, they cannot pay their own bills, and the church is simply just drying up dying spiritually. But over in the neighboring province, there are the churches of Berea, the church at Philippi, and at Thessalonica, and those churches are in the same famine. They're still giving to missions, and they're still paying their bills, and they're shouting it out. Revival has come into their presence, even in the midst of this famine. And the church at Corinth, the saints from Corinth, have approached the Apostle Paul as to why this is happening. Why is it? We cannot pay our bills. We're not supporting missionaries, and we're drying up. And the churches over there are still supporting their missionaries. They are still paying their bills, and they're shouting it out in the same famine. Well, Paul answers them by saying to them in verse number one, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit the grace of God bestowed upon the churches of Macedonia. Paul is saying to the church at Corinth, I want you to see the grace of God. I want you to see it, but not just see it. I want you to learn a lesson by example of what's happening over there. Find out what they're doing and then see why God's blessing it. And then you do what they're doing, and the same God that blesses them will bless you. And so he begins to point out to them in verse number two how that they were willing to give out of their poverty. We saw that the Bible said in verse number two how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded under the riches of their liberality. I'll explain that in just a moment. Then in verse number three, we saw that they were willing to give beyond their power. In verse number four, we saw they were willing to give as partners. They did not look at missionaries as strangers that come to our church to get our money, go their way, and do their thing. But they looked at the missionary as being a fellow laborer, a co-labor with them in the work of God. You remember the Bible said in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 9, for we are laborers together. We are laborers together in the work of missions. There's the Lord, the local church, and the missionary laboring together. We're laborers together with God in this great work 
of reaching the world with the gospel. Show the saints there at Macedonia were willing to give out of their poverty. They were willing to give beyond their power, and they were willing to give as partners. Now, I want you to look today at verse number five, and verse number five is really the secret of the whole thing. I even considered doing verse number five before I did these other verses, and I'm going to look at verse number five, and then we're going to back up and tie these in and watch God as he bestows grace upon the churches of Macedonia. Look at verse number five. The Bible said, in this they did, not as we had hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. Now, I mentioned to you, they were willing to give out of their poverty. They were willing to give beyond their power, and they were willing to give as partners. But the secret lies in verse number five. They were willing to give their person to the Lord. You see, in our generation, it's not too terribly hard to get people to give their money. I mean, you can pass the offering plate, present a need. People put something in. They may not give much, but they'll give something. It's not too awful hard to get people to give to missions needs. You mention a need, you set up a system of giving to missions, as it's taught in the Word of God, and they'll participate. You mention any special need, a love offering, a special offering, and it's not too difficult to get people to give a piece of money. But that's all they want to give. They don't want to give any farther. When I'm preaching this from a pulpit, I demonstrate by simply doing this. I set an offering plate upon the pulpit where I'm preaching, and then I step back a couple of steps, and I lean forward as far as I can stretch, and I drop the piece of money in the offering plate. But what I'm saying is, I'll give my money, but don't ask any more. I'll give my money, but I will not give myself. These saints in Macedonia gave themselves first to the Lord. And then as I take that offering plate with the money in it, I lay my hand over that offering plate. I pray a prayer, something like this. Father, take this offering, multiply it to meet the needs, and use it to your glory in Jesus' name. But then I do something unusual. I take the offering plate, and I put it down in the floor, and I pretend that I'm going to put myself in the offering plate. And if I put myself in the offering plate, then I lay my hand upon my head, and I dedicate myself as a mission offering to God. And I say with my hand upon my head, Father, take this offering and multiply it to meet the need of missions around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. You see, they gave themselves first to the Lord. Before God wants your money, God wants you. They gave themselves first to the Lord. I wonder what God would do with your life if you would put your life in the offering plate for the glory and honor of God, dedicate it to him to be used in the service of reaching the world with the gospel of the grace of God. I was preaching some time ago in Lansing, Michigan. They have there in that particular church an offering plate that possibly is 20 inches across. You can stand flat-footed, both feet, in that offering plate. When I gave the invitation, they brought the offering plate out, and they set it down in front of the communion table. 
and the pastor asked the people who were willing to give themselves to come and stand both feet in that offering plate and dedicate their lives to God in the service of the Lord. And those that responded did step in it, dedicate themselves to the Lord. But then I remind you something else. When I put myself in the offering plate, it's not just me. But as I put myself in the offering plate, my wallet comes with me. My keys to my automobile, my house, everything that I've got on my person comes with me. But then my person is there, my mind, my heart, my body, my soul. You see, when I put myself in God's offering, then I'm giving my all to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what they did here at uh, the churches of Macedonia. Instead of just stretching out and dropping a piece of money in an offering plate, they gave themselves first to the Lord. Many times, as I've given the missions, I've looked at a piece of money that I'm fixing to put in the missions offering, or the check that I'm about to drop in the mission offering, and I've wondered in my mind, what will the Lord do with this piece of money? And as I meditated upon that, my mind would go around the world. Where would it reach? Who would be affected by that particular piece of money that I was giving to the mission offering of our church? But then I got to thinking as I studied this verse, if you would put yourself, if I would put myself in God's offering plate, I wonder what God would do. I wonder who would be affected. I wonder how many lives could be touched and transformed by the miraculous power of the Word of God if we would give ourselves first to the Lord. So they gave themselves first. Let me just say right here, as you listen to me, whether you be in an automobile, whether you be at home, in the hospital, in prison, wherever you may be listening to my voice this day, right now, there where you're at, you may be driving and you cannot do this physically, but in your mind, would you today vision an offering plate sitting in the floor there close by you? Would you in your mind, in your heart right now, step from where you're standing or where you're sitting and put yourself in God's offering plate. Then would you pray a dedication prayer of your life? Would you say, Father, this offering that I'm giving is myself. Take me and touch me and transform me and use me to meet the need of missions around the world. Wherever, whatever, however your will may be, I give you myself. Many of you today could say, Lord, for years I've been given my money. I fill out the faith promise commitment card. I give it regularly through my local church. I've given my money for many, many years. But Lord, I have never given you myself. I have never presented myself to you as an offering to help reach the world with the gospel of the grace of our God. I challenge you right now. I don't care where you're at, whatever you may be doing, as you listen to my voice in your heart, in your mind, you can vision an offering plate and you can step yourself in that offering plate. And then you can simply lay your hand upon your head and dedicate yourself to God to be used to the Lord 
in the work of reaching the world with the gospel of the grace of our God. You say, preacher, what will God do? Well, he'll do the same thing with your life that he did with a little lad's lunch. He'll take it. He'll touch it. He'll transform it. And he will do with your life what you could not do, what your parents could not do, what the church could not do, and no one else could do. But he will make you something that you could never make out of yourself. You see, God wants you. So they gave themselves first unto the Lord. And then the Bible said unto us, by the will of God, they gave themselves first to the Lord, and then they gave their substance to God's servant. Again, I emphasize, it's not very hard to get people to give money to the cause of Christ. I know many do not give much. I know there's some who do not give any. But as a general concept, it's not too terribly hard to get people to give money to missions. I preach mission conferences most of my life. I'm in at least 45 or more mission meetings every year. And God so blessed us year after year to see money raised for missions and help the missionaries go and help them stay on the field. But I'll tell you, friend, it's not too hard to get them to give money, but it's terribly hard to get them to give themselves to God. It's hard to get them to present their bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable under God. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, it's all. Well, I trust you enjoyed the broadcast today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. The Lord's been so good to us to open doors. We're now broadcasting on over 50 stations here in the United States, and then several times each day we go around the world by way of Internet and shortwave radio, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for us and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of the radio ministry. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. It's grown.